Welcome back to Be Great With Nate. In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you the number one reason why most of my clients are tired, exhausted, and it's always the same thing. For the most part, it's just one thing, and that one thing is called hypoglycemia. Most people are not taught about hypoglycemia because it's believed that it's only present in people with diabetes or prediabetes, but I have news for you. 85% of today's diseases come from insulin resistance. Now, I put down a resource down below from Dr. Ben, who does a great job. He has a book called Why We Get Sick. You can check that book out. But what I've learned over and over and over again working with clients is that they wake up in the morning and they'll have like a bagel or a nice little healthy smoothie with all these fruits in it. And then say if you eat at 8 o'clock, you can start to experience this hypoglycemia anywhere from 10 in the morning to 12 p.m., now, what happens here is the more carbohydrates you eat, and it all depends on how sensitive you may be. Most of you are sensitive to carbohydrates, especially if you have trauma like I do, you have weight issues, and you're insulin resistant, you're going to notice that this hypoglycemia is going to be more urgent in you versus like someone who isn't as insulin resistant. But what happens is when you spike up this blood sugar at eight in the morning, that blood sugar, the faster you spike that blood sugar the faster it drops, the faster insulin has to reply to that. So let's just say in the morning you have a bagel, a cup of orange juice, or you have your oatmeal with your berries in it, and it tastes delicious, right? Well, you had that at 8 o'clock, you drive blood sugar to be high. When blood sugar starts to increase, you have a hormone called insulin that comes into play that's responsible to store that sugar. The faster you spike that blood sugar, the faster insulin has to respond. The faster insulin responds, the faster insulin gets its job done. Insulin's job is to store that, okay? So if you're insulin resistant, then this can cause major issues as we go down, which I will be making podcasts about the next couple episodes we're going to be going through insulin resistance. But basically, your insulin has to respond by storing that sugar. So now that it responds fast, around 10 o'clock, your blood sugar is going to start coming down, meaning you're going through hypoglycemia or a sugar crash or low blood sugar. And here's some symptoms, shakiness, irritability, anxiety, palpation, and then you're going to start, you're going to get really tired. You're going to have a crash. Now, usually I find clients that they will reach for a cup of coffee or usually have snacks under their you know, glove department or they have it in their desk. They have all these snacks lined up and it's very hard for this person to get through the day without overeating or snacking, continuously snacking. Now, they're staring at the clock. They can't wait for lunchtime. Now, they go to their second meal, and they start the process all over again. The dangerous thing that happens with this is that if this same formula of, of the ratios of the macronutrients you're eating stay the same, when you do this at nighttime, blood sugar goes up. Let's just say you ate your last meal at 9 o'clock. Blood sugar goes up, and then the same thing happens around anywhere from 1 to 4 in the morning is where I find my clients have problems. When your blood sugar comes down when you're sleeping... That's what's going to cause your body to create cortisol because anytime blood sugar comes down, cortisol, it has to respond in order to save the blood sugar from going too low and putting your brain at risk for injury. So what it would do is it communicates with the hypothalamus pituitary adrenals, your HPA access, to create cortisol and adrenaline that then create the body to go into fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system to create gluconeogenesis, blood sugar. After it creates that blood sugar, it saves that blood sugar crash from happening, but now, not only is the person tired during the day when that happens, but their anxiety is through the roof. Not only 
is this bad at night because cortisol, I mean, blood sugar drop, but cortisol rising when you're sleeping is opposite of melatonin. So cortisol works with the sympathetic nervous system. Melatonin works with the parasympathetic nervous system. You may know these nervous systems as the sympathetic nervous system as the fight or flight, and then the parasympathetic nervous system as the rest and digest. The problem that we'll get into when when we go through these cycles is that now that cortisol is up at night, this can wake you out of your sleep. If you're eating too many carbohydrates, you can find yourself waking up to pee during the night. But during this process of cortisol rising to get blood sugar to be produced, you may start sweating or you may get hot at night. Then when you wake up in the morning, now as cortisol is there and then it starts to go down, let's just say this happened to you at two in the morning and this starts to go down around four to five, melatonin levels come back up. They work opposite each other. So anytime this cortisol level comes up, Melatonin levels can't do it. It's not going to be high. Melatonin levels is your rest and repair hormone. I find clients wake up in the morning now with melatonin levels being high. So this makes it very hard for you to get your morning started. This makes you very tired in the morning. This makes you run straight for a pot of coffee. Or you're going to notice the more that you do this, the more you're going to be basically dependent on a stimulant. And then the cycle continues to go on and go on and go on. So when I find a client that's tired, the first thing I do is I look at their their eating because this can cause major problems as we go down. If you're someone that's trying to lose weight or you start to gain weight and you don't know why, this is going to cause a weight gain. Because when you're going through this hyper and hypoglycemia, it's very stressful because you're producing cortisol, right? So let's just say after work or even in the morning, you try to go to the gym, you're not going to have enough energy to go to the gym. The worse that this gets, the more that you'll notice that it takes you longer to recover from workouts, you'll get dizzy and nauseous when you're working out, and a whole bunch of things continue to happen. So my job with my clients is to figure out what's the root cause to the hypoglycemia. Majority of the time, it's going to be nutrition. It's going to be diet. So one way you can start to prevent this from happening is to make sure if the more sensitive you are, the more the approach changes. But for a typical person... We got to make sure you're eating enough protein with each meal. Protein slows down the digestion of carbohydrates, therefore will give you a long-lasting blood sugar that's more stable. So number two, if you're really getting to the point where you're extremely sensitive, then we may have to change the carbohydrates that you're eating to low glycemic carbohydrates. So waking up in the morning and eating oatmeal or eating that big smoothie juice or, or, or you know with berries and bananas and stuff like that, we can't do that because you can't afford that. Your body, your nervous system is too sensitive for that, especially if you have family history of cardiovascular disease, prediabetes, diabetes, kidney failure, etc. because these are known to be metabolic syndromes that the root cause is from blood sugar issues. So just because you went to go get your fasting glucose done and it came back under 100 doesn't mean that you may not have blood sugar issues. What I would do is you can do two things to confirm this. Number one, you can get something called your A1C. Your A1C is the last three months of your um, your blood sugar. So it's an like average span of your blood sugar. So anything over 5.7 makes you a pre-diabetic. But what Dr. Richard Bernstein shows in his book, The Diabetes Solution, is that you want to be in a fours. You don't want to be in a fives because you're dancing with pre-diabetes at that point. And blood sugar creates more damage than just blood sugar issues. It causes issues with your kidneys. It causes issues with your digestive tract, with your brain. In your arteries. So you don't want that. And much more. He explains that in his book. He has a beautiful YouTube uh, channel called Diabetes University or Diabetes Solution University. 
It's a really good um, place for you to go if you have diabetes. But I'm trying to save you the time from doing all that by informing you this information now. When you're very sensitive, we have to hold down the glycemic index. So no bagels, no oatmeal. We're eating high protein, moderate fat, kind of a low carbohydrate diet. Try that for three days and you'll start noticing a huge difference with your energy. I've worked with over one-on-one clients, probably 85 one-on-one clients in the last 365 days, but thousands of people on the internet, thousands. And I can't tell you how many times this was a solution to their energy issues. Now, if you're having that with coffee with sugar in it, plus with coffee with sugar that has one of these nut milks in it that have high carbohydrates, now you're making this situation worse for you. So switch your coffee up to using more fat in your coffee. And I'm not saying you have to put a bunch of butter in there. But what I am saying is you may be better off with lactose-free half and half instead of these oat milks sometimes that can be 17 grams of carbohydrates for one serving plus your little bit of sugar. Instead of the sugar, go to Whole Foods and get the organic stevia from there and put that in your coffee. Not the stevia they have at at Starbucks and things like that because they have other added sugars to it. I'm talking about the organic stevia. Put a little bit of that. Put some cinnamon in there because cinnamon slows down the digestion of carbohydrates and insulin as well. And now we're working with more of a stable blood sugar when you start your day. If we can get you to be more stable with your blood sugar during the day, that means when nighttime starts to come, your melatonin levels can act appropriately and we're not having those blood sugar crashes before bed. But if you go eat too many carbohydrates before bed, you're going to notice that it's going to be hard for you to wake up the next morning and it's going to be a slow day for you because you'll have, after time of continuously doing that pattern of hyper and hypoglycemia, that means that at nighttime, your cortisol levels are going to be high. Morning time, your melatonin levels are going to be high. And it's good. you're going to have an opposite circadian rhythm. So your circadian rhythm, 6 in the morning to 3 p.m., cortisol levels are high. 3 p.m. to 6 a.m. is when melatonin levels are high. It's a balance. You can't cheat God. You can't cheat the universe. We Sometimes I think we try to biohack and cheat and finesse things because we don't want to do the deep work. I hope you enjoyed that last podcast, by the way. But the deep work is important that we have to make sure we take care of the root cause of our problems. Share this with a friend that has energy issues. Share this with a friend. Try three days of this. Three days of more protein with your meals, control the glycemic index, and then switch up those little bit of coffee things. And immediately your energy will come back. And there's more other complicated things we can do, but that right there is the root cause to a lot of my clients' problems. And as soon as we switch those things up, we see results. So I wanted to make this quick episode for you. If you like this information, I send out emails each week from my tribe on my email list, my newsletter. I call it my tribe, my people. So we can continue, I can continue to bring you value. You can get the link in, down below and you can join my trap for free. You just submit your email and you just confirm your email and the email address and you're on the list. Other than that, if you like this, listen to more podcast episodes. I have a lot of episodes that talk about all of this information that you need to become a best version of yourself. My goal is to help you become a better version of yourself. Leave a, a rating if you can that helps this podcast leave a review if you've been listening. And um, other than that, I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you for being here. Peace.